Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, Ryan Horvath producing. 799-1250 is the phone number if you want to get involved in today's show where we'll talk about all things outdoors and you never know what the heck we're going to talk about. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, we are unrehearsed, and we want to thank all our listeners for making us the number one two-hour live outdoor radio show in the state of Wisconsin. You guys did it, not us, you guys. So, anyway... We'll be uh, we'll be talking about a bunch of stuff. Good morning, Danny. How are you today? Oh, trying to get my headset. oh, you got to probably turn it up a little bit. There you go. A second here. Yeah. Hold it. <laughs> Can you hear it now? Way too loud now. Oh, now way too loud. Both, you got to play. Both ears are working. See, are you good? Because I came in to do my update. I go to talk right there, you know, and nothing's coming through my headset. Is it coming that's, through now? That's okay. tough to do in radio because yeah. you're like talking to yourself essentially. You can't. Well, I talk yeah. to myself a lot. Well, no, me too. Same yeah. here. Yeah, it's, it's oh, normal. Yeah. Um, I think everybody yeah, does. They, yeah, but no, it's both are working. If most of the time these these cheap headsets, only one ear works, and I have to turn it so it's my left ear. Oh, okay. Through. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. There's a, maybe a psychologist could oh. tell me. Maybe because I'm right-handed. Yeah. And, and uh, Tom, I, I kind of like your intro there, but I will point out that we are the, the only two-hour live outdoor radio <laughs> well, show. Yeah, but see, in you're, you're not Wisconsin. You're not supposed to point that out. <laughs> well, that's why I did it because we are yes the only one like that. Are we the only? <laughs> well, why why not go bigger? I mean, maybe we're the only one in the country. It that very well could be. I don't Is there know another it, two two hour live radio I don't, show. In I the know country? there's like maybe some one hour ones somewhere, you know, that are live. I know here in Milwaukee there's no other live show. Uh there's one that's you know on like when we're on now, but that's pre recorded a week ago. And then there's one at eight o'clock that's pre recorded during the week sometime or a week ago. So Really, I mean, we're the only live one that I know about, at least in southeastern Wisconsin, you know. I, I know up north there's a few, like, 
ones where they have the 10 minute fishing report, you know, or the five minute fishing report, but that's, that's about it. And there's probably some that don't come over your radio radio. They're more of like a, uh, a blog or so, or a vlog, kind of a on- internet, online, thing. internet yeah, thing. Yeah. Online. Yeah. There's yeah. Internet, you know, yeah, so. I'm sure. Well, you know, remember when, didn't we do some of those or didn't John? Uh, or? I don't know what John was trying, but nowadays you can yeah. do anything on the, this world's gotten so crazy. I'm watching, I'm watching Fox News last night, and of all people, they had guests. They had a husband and wife on Fox News with their little white dog, and apparently, what happened was they went on the trip with the dog. The husband didn't want to take the dog, but the wife insisted. Which, of course, you know, the wife always wins. In fact, it was. I don't know if they're telling the truth or just talking tongue in cheek, but they said the dog got to sit in the front seat. The husband sat in the back, but then, <laughs> yeah. And then every time they'd get to like uh, a, a sign that said, welcome to the state, welcome to yeah. Florida, welcome to Texas. Yeah. The, 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 the lady would take her little white dog and take a picture of the dog in front of the oh, sign. Right. And yeah. she, you know, Almost looks some of them were photoshopped or whatever, but there are really cute pictures of this little white dog, and she'd in front of it, and she'd send it to her friends. The next thing you know, it was what do they call? Is it retweeted or whatever? Yeah, what, re- retweeted. And all of a sudden, there's hundreds of thousands of views of this dog in front of uh, each Ooh. state sign. It's such a it was such a wonderful story that they had her on uh, had him on Fox News. Yeah, that's newsworthy, all right. I mean. Come on. Uh, you know, it's Friday and you got a, you know, you got a, a sub filling in for the regular anchor on Friday, yeah. uh, Fox News and yeah. most other news organizations. Right. But are you that hard up for news to get a, a stupid little white dog in front of a, these signs? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's you even, know, go oh, ahead. I was just going to say, no, we were talking about, you know, the radio show. And I've had people ask me, you know, how do I get on the radio? Well, you know... Let's put it this way. If if you're doing regular stuff like Ryan does, you know, sports stuff, and you're good like Ryan is on sports stuff, well, then, you know, stations will hire you, you know. But if you want to do a specific show, like an outdoor show, anybody can be on the radio. It just depends on how long because in order to get on the radio, you got to buy the airtime. And you can buy the airtime, and, and if you're not any good, well, then nobody's going to advertise on, you know, give you any money to advertise on that show. And you're not going to be able to pay for the airtime after a while. So, but if you're good enough, like I guess we might be okay because we've got a lot of advertisers, you know, and a lot of listeners. So anybody can be on the radio, just like anybody can be on TV. You can just buy the airtime. But that's enough about ourselves. So back to the uh, animal story. Back to animal. Uh, I was listening to. Coast to coast. Oh again. yes, I was listening to Danny. I was gonna bring that up. The lady, what who, a scammer! The lady who talks to animals. E- oh yeah, and she doesn't have to be in front of the animal. All she needs is a photo. She needs is a picture. Now, and it could be dead or alive, and still well, talk to him. The, one of the more interesting oh. stories. She, there was a, another, another person who had a dog, and the dog just wasn't, you know, acting real happy and stuff. So when she talked to the dog. She found out that the dog in a previous life had been a cow. And as a cow, it had observed how much fun dogs had. So it thought that, hey, when I come back, I'm going to come back as a dog. Apparently, when you get, like, reincarnated, I don't know, maybe if they give you, like, a little 
A, little, a wish list? A wish list. <laughs> Would you prefer to be A, B? Put them in order of your first oh, to last God. preference. Uh, oh. A horse, a cat, a snake. So apparently it wanted to be a dog, but it told the lady it didn't realize how much work it was being a dog. That you had to be, you know, upbeat and happy, happy, happy with the people all the time. And I was kind of wearing on the dog a little bit. Did so you... then she went back to the person and said, well, this is, you know, how the dog feels. And so I, I guess they got it resolved. Did, did you happen to hear how much she charges for talking to your dog? No. I didn't hear that either, but I'm sure it's some kind of scam because, yeah, because she can talk to them dead or alive. She can talk to them even if they're dead. And it's like, okay, lady. Well, I was listening listen, to that because I, I couldn't think take it's a scam, Tom. Because I couldn't take any more listening to LeBron asking, James. I don't think <laughs> couldn't she's... take that anymore. Because well, what about LeBron James? There's a guy on our oh, station. So you're not listening o'clock. to LeBron James. You're listening no. about LeBron. Yeah, LeBron there's a James. guy who he's got a talk show early Saturday morning. I don't know whenever. Ryan, you probably heard it coming LeBron, in, right? LeBron, LeBron, yeah, LeBron. And all, yeah, and all I've, I mean, in the last, ever since that guy took over for Moose and Maggie, remember them? Yep, yep. Ever since he took over, all he I've ever heard him talk about is LeBron. Yeah, he's a big, uh, a big NBA guy. He's, he loves LeBron James. Oh, he uh, love. He's got a. Huge man crush well, on him. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've I've pretty much in life given up on the round ball and don't really care anymore about the NBA. Oh. Um, although I, I do wish the new Bucks, the new Bucks, A uh, lot of success. We wish them a I, lot of I, success. Yeah, yes. they got a, a new arena in town. I think it would be, uh, yeah, and I, I like Giannis. So I, I guess I'll cheer for my home, but, home yeah. team. But I, I've given up on the NBA playoffs. Yeah. I was huge back in the watching the Bucks. Bucks. Watching the Bulls battle the Utah Jazz back in yeah. those, you know, when they had, you know, of course, Jordan, and you had Carl Malone and yeah. Stockton and some of the Hornish, Hornish was it Hornacek? Or all, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, the great Bulls players, those were some great classic games with great coaches and so forth. Nowadays, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just not so I'm much not, into it. And especially when you uh, got teams. How many years did those Bulls players stay together? How many years did uh, yeah, the exactly. Utah Jazz players, did you see Carl Malone looking to go shop himself to another team so they can get a super team together and, oh, let's go watch you bunch of millionaires uh, go win a championship together and be happy. That's what I miss, though. It's like Carl Malone, John Stockton never won a title. You know yeah, what I mean? But they yeah. still came back every year because... Barkley left near the end of his career, but that, you know... Yeah, he you, went to Houston. Actually, Malone end. went to the Lakers at the end, too. At the he, end. he tried to win one and so got I beat. Can, so I can see at the end, yeah, but instead of this, you know, shopping around where the where they... I don't care where they go. Same. Yeah, I'm no, not going to watch them anyway. Who do you got on the line, Ryan? Uh, this is Nick, actually, your son. He's out on the water. Wanted to give a quick oh, report. Yeah, okay. Hey, good morning, Nick. Hey, Dad, how's or, it going? Or should I, say, should I say Sergeant Meatballs? <laughs> yeah, Sergeant Meatballs reporting for duty. I'm back in the great state of Wisconsin officially uh, on the water in that new kayak I bought from Sherpers. And uh, fourth cast, got a nice 29-inch northern. Oh. We go on the lake I'm on, so uh, we'll be having northern for supper today. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. And that kayak's uh, turning out all right? Turning out great. Yeah. Caught it on your uh, your white spinner bait with the copper blades. Th- those are gold blades. Or gold blades. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. We we'll get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> but is yeah, is Bob great. with? Is Bob with you? No, we actually have uh, my brother-in-law Joe's out. Uh, oh, brother-in-law a kayak. Bobby and Tom, brother-in-law how can Kyle. you fit two people in a? Well, kayak? no, because because Bob, Bob has got a kayak too. Oh, yeah, okay. he's got one too. Good. 
So who else yeah. is out, Joe and who? Joe, and then we got Bobby and uh, my other brother-in-law, Kyle, are in a boat out here. Yeah? And, uh, yeah. Oh, I know where you're at. Oh, yeah. Tom Bobby's favorite lake, right? No, Tom's not going to tell anybody. No, I can't. It's I all can't. Mr. Lake. Another secret spot. Why are we I, the most popular two-hour show in Wisconsin <laughs> when you don't give any inf- People want to hey, tune in. They want information. Why hey, do you think they're listening I, to a hunting I can't tell show? you Bobby's secret lake because but otherwise he, Bobby would beat me up. But then, <laughs> but then, Nick, he'll pump everybody else for information. You're damn right. And don't forget it. Yeah. <laughs> First question out here, where? Yeah. So, uh, any uh, any bass yet? Yeah, those guys caught a couple bass. Uh, Kyle had a nice one on. He lost at the side of the boat. Uh, Joe caught an undersized one right when we got out. And it was real eerie this morning because the water is, I think, 78 degrees. And it was pretty cold out, so there's that big fog over the whole lake. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, if you see the Loch Ness Monster, let us know. Hey, uh, uh, Nick, uh, how, yeah. about yeah. Get, how about getting your dad in a kayak? No yeah, way. You know what? You could fit in this one easily, no, Dad. You, no. You would like it. No, I would not like it. I don't want to be in any oh. kayak. My back ain't built for kayaks. No way. Uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, but, no. Uh, no. It's good to be back. It's good exercise, uh, Tom. No, it's not. <laughs> You can fit in this easily, Dad. Yeah. I can fit in kayaks, but See, my back ain't going to allow it. I think we have an intervention with your dad now. <laughs> we got to get him in, into the active lifestyle. Uh, no kayaks, <laughs> though. No kayaks, no canoes. A kayak. No. no, none of that Where's stuff. Where's the chirpers, for God's sake? No, none of that stuff. No. Uh-uh. So, okay, well, well, thanks for calling, Nick. Yeah, I thought I'd give you guys a quick report, and uh, glad to be back. Yeah, all, all right. right. We're, luck, we're glad you're back, too. Yep. Uh, all right, see you. later, guys. Bye now. Bye. Oh, so he got some yeah. kayak. He bought a kayak or Well, he's kayaks? been fishing out of a kayak down in Arizona for ever since he's been down there, oh, you know, okay. like for 10 years. Did he bring and, it? He didn't bring it back? Yeah, yet? he brought that back. Yeah. So his wife gets that one, and he bought a new one. Okay. A new, you know, because there's special fishing kayaks, you know. Yeah. All I got and, to say yeah. is if you're fishing with a buddy and you're both in kayaks, just don't get the same color. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you blend you in. Don't, don't go with matching color <laughs> kayaks. No. That get, just seems a little too, you, got you a, know. He got a camel-colored one. Get a different. Well, two camel would probably be okay. That looks kind of macho. Well, I think maybe he might have been looking ahead for duck hunting season. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, duck but, hunting out of a kayak. Sure, That's, you can do that easy yeah, enough. That, yeah, that sounds good. I don't that know. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm active enough, but I have no desire to go fish out of a kayak Me neither. Myself. I have none whatsoever. I want to be in a boat. And and speaking of being in a boat, we got to go to a break. I know that's got nothing to do with boats, but we do have to do one. And uh, when we come back, I got to tell you about a life changing experience. All right, talk to a dog or something. <laughs> I'll try that later on today if I see cats. One. Cats, I think, are easier to communicate with. We'll be right back I've with got too more much on their mind. of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on one hundred five seven FM, The Fan. on Danny. <laughs> Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. That don't wake you up 
Nothing yeah. will, my friends. So do you want to hear my life-changing experience? Well, not really, but I guess we have to. <laughs> Us and the other three right. listeners out there. Okay. Well, you know, life is fleeting. Life can be short. You can be taken at any moment. Wow. Right? I mean, you know what I mean, right? It's deep. I've never heard that yeah, before. No. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, you, you don't Mrs. know when Olson it's coming. told me that in third grade. But last summer... And, and I just thought about this. Some, I forget who brought it up. It was on one of the shows this week. Something was brought up. But anyway, uh, last summer, my wife and I were on Highway 41 going north. We're in Lake Menominee Falls, Germantown area. And this semi comes on an on-ramp and pulls in front of us. And I'm, you know, right behind it. And, of course, it's going too slow for me at first because it just got on the freeway. So I move over to the left. But, you know, check, put the directional on, move to the left. At that very instant, we were going under a bridge, you know, and this semi had this huge, like I, I think it was like an air conditioner on top of the semi, and it hit the bridge. That huge air conditioner landed right where we were. I mean, it literally, I mean, we just moved over and bam, there it fell to our right. If I would have stayed behind that semi for another five seconds we probably would have been dead. It would have been all over. It happened that fast. When, when was this? La last summer. Oh, last summer. Last summer, yeah. Okay. And, and so, you know, and th these guys brought this up about how, you know, different life change or things that, you know, you never know when it's coming, you so, know? So how did, so you, I, how did you change? Because well, I no, didn't see anything it's no in much, the last It's year. not that I changed. It just it's made supposed me. supposed to change. No, no. It just made me think that, you know, my goodness, you, you. You could be here one second and gone the next, you know. And so what I'm getting at is that live life to its fullest, you know. Take advantage of things. I mean, if you got an opportunity to do something, you sit there and go, well, I don't know. Just if you want to do it, do it. You're right. You know? You're go right. and do it. You want another comparison yeah. here? You know, like yeah. a ra the rabbit, you know, jumping along through the woods, hopping through the woods, and bang, it gets shot. Yeah. Moral of the story. Here today, gone tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> oh! You were talking about uh, something about a men's room, women's room before. What? Something, yeah. something came up about bathrooms or something. Was I talking about I bathrooms? Oh, I well, you know, <laughs> did you ever notice that no matter where you go, where they have bathrooms, the 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 men's bathroom is always on the left. Have you ever noticed that? I have never noticed. That. Have you ever accidentally I, walked into the women's bathroom oh, thinking, "No, I did," <laughs> but. I oftentimes I, <laughs> get paranoid, like I'll go in and I'm like, wait a yeah. second, I got to double check. And I look and see a urinal and then I'm, yeah. it's reassuring. Yeah. Now, here's my idea for, I think would be a great, uh, these comedy, the stupid TV shows where they got these practical pranksters, jokesters. Mm -hmm. Okay. What if you switch the signs and yeah. had it set up where all of a sudden a guy does go in and all of a sudden realizes he's in the ladies' bathroom, and you're recording his reaction. And recording, when he yeah. Sees, yeah. Well, that happened to me at the Milwaukee Sports Show when it was downtown. And like I said, the men's bathrooms are always on the left. Right. And you know why that is? Because women are always right. Anyway, but um, bump. Anyway, I bad jokes going. Anyway, today. here. Anyway, so I I'm at the Milwaukee Sports Show, and I walk into, unbeknownst to me, the women's room. Now. That was bad enough because I walked in, like you said, where's the urinals? And then a couple, one lady came out of a stall, looked at me, and I went, oh, excuse me, I'm in the right, wrong one. And I start backing out, and I, I walk out. But, you know, at the sports show, there's a lot of people walking down that aisle where the bathrooms are, right? 
And people see me come out of the women's room, and they're all looking at me now like, what the hell was he doing in there? <laughs> that was the weirdest feeling, right. you know. Is like, what are the, you know, everybody's staring at you when you come out of the women's bathroom, you know. So, yeah, I can imagine. It was, yeah, yeah, it was weird. I was at Summerfest one time, and a couple girls came walking in, and one goes, hey, Dan. They knew her. They, really? just, they walked by everybody. They went in, used the stall, walked out. Guys are kind of at the, you know. Really? The, kind of looking well, the, over their shoulders like, what? The well, the women's just, room was probably just, busy. A girl just walked by. What the heck? But, you know, you didn't see anybody, you know, calling the police or anything. No circling choppers with spotlights, you know. <laughs> yep. and, you know the chick girls go into the guy's bathroom. No big deal. Yeah. You know, guy goes in. Oh, my God. You're you know, lucky they didn't take you out in handcuffs, for God's sake. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, I'm glad we got at least one fishing report that the fish are biting. Yeah, you know that's for sure. You know that's good. Uh, our uh, our uh, advertising manager Ron Vietacaton Heidenreich, <laughs> like that. Uh, Ron is up in uh, loves, loves Chippewa loves Flowage that. again. He's he, and I told him I said Ron, if you if if you get up early enough, give us a call. You know. Because he's fishing all those lakes around the chip, and the chip itself, of course. And when he, he was up there last week, he said they caught a lot of crappies, a uh, lot of bass. Uh, I think they caught a couple of uh, muskies, but not real big ones in the 30-inch range, you know, somewhere right. in mid-30s. Uh, but they said a lot of crappies to, to have a really nice fish fry. So, Did you ever yeah. fish the Chippewa flowage? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Muskie? Mm-hmm. Did you I see, fished uh... it for other stuff, too. Huh? Your friend Keith's on the line too that wanted to talk to you guys. Did you see that? Oh no. I don't think I Here. gave you the signal. Did oh, I? Oh no, you didn't. Get, let's put Keith on. Please. Keith. Morning, guys. Oh, Keith, the electrician, Keith. Got it. Yeah, hey Keith. Okay, I gotta, I gotta Good Keith morning. And I want to put in a plug for one of your sponsors. Yeah, welcome okay. to the show, Keith. Who what's the plug? Uh, okay, the plug first is for Anchors Away. Yeah, oh, they're, well, they're I great. Talk to Laura. Very informative lady, very helpful. Uh, I can't recommend them enough. Uh, they got a thing with the trolling motors there all set up so you can see, you know, compare them mm-hmm. uh, eyeball to eyeball and, and see what each one does. So, yeah, they're on Sunset Drive in Waukesha, is it? Is uh, that... Yeah. Or it's is it just off of Sunset? Yeah, they're just off of Sunset. Yeah. So uh, they they carry. Hey, I'm going to call the show and give you, give you a plug for uh, your, your fantastic. So, do you get a new uh, trolling yeah. motor, here, Keith? You know? So, anyway, you know, I. Uh, Char and I, we fish uh, Big Mosquito quite yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. And uh, we, we about a week ago, we were out there, and we were fishing a big lake, and we weren't doing too good. So we decided to run up to the to Bass's Bay. And we ran up to Bass's Bay. We're, you know, as you come out of the channel, you know, that, that uh, shoreline that's on the northwest corner, it's kind of open, and, and that's about the only un- undeveloped part of the whole lake. Oh, yeah, you know? to the left. Yeah. Well, actually, straight across. There's that little section. Yeah, uh, right. Wood woods and that, and we were trolling along the shoreline there, casting. And all of a sudden, there's about thirty or forty geese in front of us, the little ones with the mamas and the daddies. Yeah, and uh, they were right around the boat, and we're going along. All of a sudden, out of the clear blue, the whole flock went nuts. I mean, they started honking and yelling and, and all sorts of commotion. The whole flock ran up on the shore, and they turned around and they're doing this noise, except for two of them, and they kind of stuck around honking real loud and looking. And I looked. And in a fallen tree, there was a gosling. And there's about maybe four or five pounds now, you know. Yeah. See that they're Canadians. So and this, this thing is having a heck of a time in the tree. I thought, man, what, what's going on here, you know? 
So anyway, I says, well, I'm going to go in there. She says, ah, mom and dad are there. Don't go too close. I yeah. Said, ah, don't worry about it. So I took it, and I got the boat right up in there, and I reached down, and I thought he was tangled in some fishing line or something, you know? Yeah. So I reached down, grabbed it by the neck, and it was just exhausted at the time. It didn't even, you know, it's flapping its wings and everything. So I lifted it up, and all of a sudden it pulled right back again. So I got it by the neck, and I lifted it up, and I pulled it again. And it's like a foot and a half of water, if that much. And it's really muddy. Snapping and turtle. And I says, you know what? I says, it's got a giant catfish has got it. A you catfish? Know? It was covered with mud, and the head looked kind of like the... the the weeds look like stringers, you know? Yeah. So I'm looking, I says, that can't be a catfish. So I started pulling on the leg, and it pulls back. I pulled it up, pulls back. So I reached down, and I grabbed by the drumstick, and I slid my hand down there, and I started plunging it to get all the mud off it. Yeah. It was a giant snapping turtle with oh. a head <laughs> as big as a softball. Oh, wow. My hand was right by the nose. Oh, geez. So I kind of, like, pulled it out and stretched his head out, you know? And Mom and Dad are going nuts alongside the boat. And Char's standing there with the, the landing net trying to, you know, in case they decided to go nuts or something. Yeah, yeah. So I lifted the head out of the mud and pulled it up, and I could see it had it between that middle toe and the outer toe. Yeah. And it was trying to pull it underwater. So I just pulled it real slow, and it might have tore that webbing a little bit. But anyway, the, it came loose, and then I, you know, held the bird for uh, maybe two or three minutes and seconds or so, you know. I let it go in the water, and... Zim, it swam out in the lake, and all them geese that were on shore came flying out of the water and surrounded it, and they all swam off into the middle of the lake. Well, you're a hero. It was really unique. <laughs> I mean, I shot a lot of geese in my time, but this was <laughs> this was really kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. never happened to me. That that's lake a, is, that's is a good story. Even though we didn't catch yeah. any fish. Yeah. That's it was a, one of the neatest days I've been on that lake. So. That's a great story, Keith. Thanks for I, sharing that with us. It's, a, it's but, a good story. Now, personally, Keith, I would have let the snapping turtle have its meal because they got to <laughs> well, make no. a living, too. But. Yeah, that, that was. When I looked at it, you know, it had that foot in its mouth, so I figured it can't hang on to that and bite me at the same time, you know. So I, well, you <laughs> hope so, it, yeah. So. Hey, we got to run. In a hurry, though. Yeah. yeah, that's like, pretty cool. So, yeah, kind of a neat thing. You know? Yeah, we got to go to a break, Keith. Okay. Hey, thanks, thanks Keith. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. Right. I, want, I well, wonder if that... he gave it mouth to beak resuscitation. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll be right back, folks, with uh, the gut report. And don't forget, after the six forty-five break, we will be doing the horn schwaggle, uh, brought to you by. Let's see, you know, the gut report's brought to you by, uh, uh, let's you know, Discount Liquor. i got to remember this stuff. Bait and, made fish and gut attract, And the Hornschwackle by Bait Made Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. We'll be right back with more, so stay tuned. Don't go away. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, Danny, I did it. I finally, I, I did, you know. What I do is I, I th throw myself into some of these test cases so that I can report back to our listeners on the Gut Report. And I had mentioned a number a while back about, uh, you know, deep-frying salmon. Well, I got some salmon and took the bones out, skinned it, and I did it just like I would make any other fish, right? Any other freshwater fish. And what I did was I, I dunked it in the egg wash, you know, the egg and milk wash. And then what I, you know, if you're using one of the coatings like a Shore Lunch or Legendary Northwoods, I only, I always go, 
uh, like 50-50 with the, the pre-made stuff and cracker meal. So, or, or maybe I go uh, one-third of the, let's say, shore lunch and, and two-thirds of the cracker meal. Well, anyway, I put it in the egg wash, and I put it in my mixture for coating, and I fried it in about, I don't know, it's maybe like a half an inch of oil, probably maybe about three or four, three minutes or so on one side, flipped it over, maybe about another two or three minutes on the other side. And you know what? Fried salmon is just fine. As a matter of fact, what I did was I took half of this piece and I put it on a bun with uh, tartar sauce and had a fish, a salmon fish, fried salmon fish sandwich. And it was delicious. It was wonderful. So, folks, I can highly recommend frying salmon. Make them the same way you make your bluegills or your pike or your walleyes or whatever and try it with the salmon. It does work. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. Especially the, 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 the when you put it on the bun. I should have put a piece of cheese on it and some lettuce and other things now that I think about it. But anyway, the gut report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. So, 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 Danny, when are you going out on Lake Michigan? Well, I'll, I'll have to. I finally this week finished cleaning out. It took me three days in a row. Yeah. Oh, up, up, I uh, stayed up, up in, in Green, Green Bay. Bay three yeah. Days. Is it all cleaned out now? I, I got a motel each yeah. night. Stayed yeah. in a motel because I wasn't laying a house on a bare floor yeah. staring at the ceiling. Uh, I got it done. Yeah. House is ready to sell. Did your brother come and help you? He had com- he had com- he had company those days. A good excuse, hey. He had company. Those he could have brought the company over too and so, helped. Uh, so it's all done. Yeah. yeah all right. that was, that was my, now now my you guys record. are going to put it up for sale, right? Yeah, we're going to put it up for sale. Yep. yep, that's that's it. So I was wondering here, Tom, a little while ago, you were talking about an air conditioner coming off a truck, yeah. and and life is fleeting. Yeah. Uh, I was you never I never let you finish. Where exactly where were you going with that? Life is fleeting. Thing. Oh, just to, uh, you know, like kind of live life to the fullest, you know, take advantage of things when you have opportunities to do things. That so that's you... why you're having salmon sandwiches and stuff? No, frying, no. Living life on the wild side? No, no. Just taking, you know, making sure you, you're doing things because you never know when it's going to end, you know. You never know. So, but anyway. You got to stop no and smell the roses? Uh, that's an old saying, yeah. That's an old yeah. saying, yeah. You know. Take your time. Or like when that. I'm on my bike rides, or, stop and yeah. watch the butterflies. Yeah. Or doing nice things for other people, you know, you know, do unto others type of thing. So, you know, anyway. I tried to do that yesterday. A, a friend of mine, uh, Steve, has a cousin and uh, he uh, his his cousin was visiting and his cousin normally fishes from shore. But um, he he wanted to get out in the boat, and I says, oh, "I'll take him out for a couple mm-hmm. hours, no charge." And then uh, his Steve's grandson went as well, and uh, we tried trolling a little bit for muskies, didn't get anything. And then uh, it was really rough on the water. Yeah. I mean, windy and rough, bouncing okay. around out there. And then I brought him back, and I made some brats for him. And uh, the one uh, one guy got sick, and you know, I I couldn't understand. I thought. Well, maybe he's dehydrated. So I said, you know, drink some water. And when he was on the boat, I could tell he was mm-hmm. kind of quiet. 
And I thought, you know, maybe he's getting dehydrated. But I thought about it later, Tom. I'm wondering whether he got seasick. Might have if it's really rocking and rolling, we were maybe. Really rocking and rolling. Yeah, he might he was have. Sitting yeah. in the boat, and then he got real quiet. And it oh, didn't yeah. dawn on me till later. But people can get seasick on inland lakes. Oh yes. As a matter of fact, uh, there's been a number of times on Winnebago I've gotten gotten that because you know the. the those waves can get pretty big, you know, right. if you're out there in the wind. And, yeah, I got a little queasy one time on Winnebago. Normally, you know, like I, you and I, we can sit on an inland lake 24 hours and not a problem. Windy yeah. or not, you know. But Winnebago is a little bit different than your normal small inland lakes, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've, when, I've never never had the seasick. I've heard that's a thing yeah. like in your brain. There's like a... Uh, no, something. in your ears, in your ear. In your ear, there's uh, a thing in uh, an equilibrium thing in your well, ear. Well, there's the what they call the uh, vestibular mechanism. Yeah. I believe is what uh, it oh, yeah? affects your balance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the vestibular. <laughs> it's the vestibular mechanism. Okay, that, uh, okay, I buy that. See, there's Why not? the malus, the inky, yeah. the stapes, then yeah. there's the tympanic membrane, yeah. which okay. is your oh, eardrum. I'll, I'll buy that. I believe uh, you. In the inner ear <laughs> I is you. the vestibular mechanism. Ah, so that's, that's why it. I say yeah. it's in the brain. Yeah. Well, you well, know that. Vestibular it's mechanism, right part, of, next the, to, part yeah. of the brain area. Yeah, it's, it's all, all it's wired. It's all in your it's head. It's all connected, <laughs> and that's it. But when I was on a cruise years ago, they gave us these stupid little patches to put just under your ear, kind of on your neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Supposedly, they're supposed to work. I don't know. I just take Dramamine. I threw mine off after one yeah. day. But there were people actually getting really seasick on this cruise, oh, yeah, going and getting imagine. shots. Oh, geez. Because they were, yeah, they were so sick. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Yeah. That, that, that is a terrible feeling, too, when you're seasick. That is, I guess it's about the worst. It's so. miserable. Well, listen, folks, we're going to take this break, and when we come back, we're going to play the Hornschwaggle brought to you by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. You can win a wonderful prize package. Danny will just make three statements. You tell him which ones are horn schwaggles or no horn schwaggles. Get two out of three right, and you are a winner. But after that, Danny, hmm. I, this is the trolling time of the season, and I want you to tell our audience how they can catch more fish by trolling, especially muskies and pike. And, Wait you know, a second. Give Wait the a second. Tips you won't trolling. even tell people what lake you're fishing on. Now all of a sudden, I did it's last time for week. Danny to give all kinds of hey, tips. I, I, I did. La- I did last what's week. What's going on around here? I told you where I was last week. I'm, I'm big... the only after we shamed you, and you're not going there anymore this was, year anyway. That's uh, the only reason. Yeah, you gave we it were up. on Big Cedar. You don't no, even, you weren't. You, you don't even remember. You lied. <laughs> you know, it was Pike Lake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dan, why don't you tell them all your tips? Yeah. All your secrets. You got to tell the people how to catch more muskies trolling. Ah, oh, you catch a bass with yeah, a white spinner blade go. with gold blades. <laughs> Out of a kayak. Oh, we got callers like crazy that want to play the hornswoggle. We're going to a break. Stay tuned for more. We'll be right back with Danny Bush and Tommy the True Newbauer with Ryan Horvath on the boards.
Welcome back to the Midwestern <laughs> Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And now we have the uh, Hornschwaggle segment. Do we have a lucky contestant? Yeah, we do. We do. We have uh, Mitch on the line. He's calling from Muskego, I believe. Now, did you get Mitch's? Hey, guys. Hey, Mitch. Uh, did you get Mitch's address and everything? I did. Okay, because <laughs> you're going to win today. Okay, I got a lot of these questions. It. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, if you shoot a skunk, even though you might blast that thing and he's dying, you still he still might spray. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I'm going to go with no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle, yeah. He can still spray after you, death. Well, no. no. If you, as they're dying. Oh, as they're as dying. As they're dying, Tom, right? Okay. Yeah, Got it. Unless maybe you get them right in the brain or something yeah. and shut off their circuit system. But, yeah, yeah I'll tell you, because you shoot them in the body and they're yeah. flopping and kicking, you're going to smell so that's One right. Skunk. Okay. Uh, snapping turtles lay their eggs at the bottom of the lake in about one foot of water. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I'm going to go with Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, yes. Yeah. Snapping turtles lay their eggs on, on shore, right? dry land. In yeah. fact, uh, it's interesting if you ever go on, like, if you find, like, a gravel kind of a road or trail close to a swamp or marshy area lake that has snapping turtles, in the spring, just about a couple of weeks ago, in fact, you could find where they these little holes are kind of like dug. They'll go on the edge yeah. of the road and dig. And uh, it's really cool on that bike trail I go on. Uh, I, I saw, you'd actually see the snappers sitting yeah, right there. Right. And then later they'd be gone, but you could see where the hole was. And then a couple days later you come by, and there's all these little egg fragments. Oh, where All okay. the little guys sure. had hatched, and there's yeah. all these little white fragments where yeah. the snapping turtles hatched. So. Well, you're a winner already. You want to try to go three hey, for three? Three for three. This you thing. know it. Okay. I, this, this. It. A porcupine can throw their gills. Gills. <laughs> a porcupine can throw their quills up to five feet. That sounds like a no horn swoggle. No, that was a horn swoggle. Porcupines <laughs> can't throw their quills. They don't throw them, yeah. But you're... I, thought, I thought they were throwing their gills. <laughs> yeah, right. But you're a winner anyway. So uh, what flavor bait mate? What fish do you like to fish for? Uh, let's go with panfish. Panfish? Okay. Hand me that flip over here. Yep. I'm just looking at it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Guys looking at it there. Panfish and... Oh, yeah. What uh, <laughs> do you want? Coleman with uh, deet or no deet? Let's go with deep. With deep, 40%, 100%. What do you think? Let's go with 40. 40% deep. Very good. Boy, that's everybody likes the panfish. So have you been out doing a lot of panfishing lately? A little bit here and there. Yeah. How about Muskego? They got some big gills in there? Uh, A couple. Nothing too huge, but. No. Oh well. Well, now that you no got the, now that you got the bait made on the way, you're going to be you know catching oh, yeah. I'll, world I'll world be record monsters in no time. Monsters, yeah. yeah. You better get a big net. Yeah. So. Like like John Gillespie says, it just makes sense. And if you don't have a big net, <laughs> if you want to get really big bluegills, get a nice gaff. There you go. That'll do it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for thanks playing. Thanks for listening, Mitch. Thanks. Have a good one, guys. All right. Now. Take care. So do you want to tell us about trolling for muskies, or should we talk about the proposed walleye well, uh, bag limit? I've been cleaning out a house. I haven't been out trolling for right. muskies. But you I'm will gonna be. Go today right? with, yeah. yeah, Dr. Sandy, I'm going to be going okay. out with him today. Okay. Uh, we're going to brave the, the Saturday crowds and stuff. That's okay. the only That's the only thing. So. Let's go let, we're, Let's go to the what we call the, the I'm going to call it the quick question, quick answer. All right? I'm going to fire off these questions. You give me a, real, a short, quick answer to each one. Okay. Okay, number one, lure. 
Best lure. Crankbaits. Okay. Either, uh, bagley or the okay. slammer. What are, size? Are good, are good show. You know, the uh, shad size slammers that Bill uh, Schwartz makes. We That's what you got to go four, by. Four inch? The four inch, yeah. Okay. Uh, second question. What color? Um, uh, bright fire tiger colors. Okay. Uh, sucker, walleye pattern. Uh, you how, can mix it up. Okay. How deep? Blue and silver. How deep do you want that crankbait to go? Well, it depends how deep you're fishing, Tom. If I'm short line trolling, then I'll probably That's only... That's my next question. <laughs> if I'm short line trolling over the weeds in 10 to 12 feet of water, I might have 15 feet of line out. Okay. How deep that gets, I don't know. Okay. 15 feet's just getting over the top of the weeds. Right. You know, if, if you're out in deeper water, you know, you can get those things down off the top of my head. You can maybe get them a max depth down to 17 to 20 feet okay. down. And then, how, how, and and I was going to ask you for length of line, you know, so if you're in deeper water, you're letting out more line, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Now, so, now, do you use a, a now do you use planer boards? And what you can do, Bill Schwartz used to have a uh, chart which would tell you the depths right, for right. for the slammers. Right. That was at the musky shop. I don't know if he's got any more of those. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it, a lot of guys like to troll. In the deeper water, if you're fishing 20 feet or deeper, you know, let's say, and guys will fish from 20 feet all the way out to 40 feet. If you find schools of suspended bait fish, even out there in 35 feet of water, those balls, mm-hmm. well, some guys are jigging bondy baits on those balls of bait fish, and you and might they, see a hook underneath it sometimes. Right. But trolling around those same, I, I've went, I, one year I went out and I just marked a couple GPS coordinates on a couple you know, separate schools of bait fish out in the middle of nowhere out there and trolled back and forth between them and mm-hmm. all was, and did pretty well. Now, um, when you say bondy bait, just to let people know if they don't know what a bondy bait is, it's kind of like the old Sonic, but only, you know, it's a blade bait that wiggles, you know, when you lift it up or let it down. But it uh, that one's more got a lot of rubber to it, but it's got a heavy weight inside of it, right? Um I don't know what's inside of it. Yeah, but it was it's, a heavy, heavy weight. It's yeah, heavy. It's a yeah. heavy and they'll yeah, jig them, heavy. and they've got those at, at Smokies yeah. as well. Right. But anybody um, who wants to um, try and uh, troll on Pewaukee, I tell them just go to Smokies Muskie Shop and buy a couple of Bill's Slammers there. Right. I don't think they even have the Bagleys anymore because the Bagleys, right. you couldn't get them to run straight for the longest time. Really? Yeah. Um, now I, I, I've heard they're working better. Yeah, I'd have to buy like 10 of them. Because, because, and I'd maybe have one work because they'd actually roll. They yeah. just like, and you could, no amount of tuning would make them work. I think the lip itself is not that, been, isn't that because if they're going too fast, they'll roll? They, it, they were rolling at slow speed. Well, they were, yeah. Huh? You know, yeah. all the You're, old. A good one, yeah. if you get a good one, you should be able to, you should be able to really, you know, cook, crank it down to three, four miles an hour, no yeah. problem, and it's okay. still going to run true. Yeah. You know, all the old Bagley's I have. Now, these are the old ones. The old ball, ones were balsa good. wood. Yeah, they run true as true well, as they, anything. The new you know? ones were made of balsa, too, but for some reason. Did they, they just, change they the got, lip? They, I don't know what they did, but they got crappy. Now, I've heard they're better now. <laughs> Fishing Hole still sells them. I think yeah. Dick Smith still sells them. Mm-hmm. But Bill Schwartz took matters in his own hand and just came up with a four-inch uh, deep belly, the little shad-style uh, Yeah deep crankbait and uh yeah you can you can get those you know you can get those running pretty deep now why is it danny that you know a lot of people think that you got to use big baits for the for the big muskies and but yet you're out there catching big fish with little four inch baits compared to the eight nine ten inch things i read something one time on this where it talked about preferred uh prey for 
or species of fish. And it de- kind of depends on the habitat. Now, if you get an area where there's a bunch of big suckers, well, those muskies will be eating big suckers. But uh, if there's a bunch of smaller panfish, they can just go eat a whole bunch more of those. Yeah, yeah. To make up, and uh, so they'll basically adapt, and I think there's lots of schools of small bait fish out there, and I think they chow down on those things out there. So you're kind of matching the hatch out there right, with a smaller right. size. I think that's, stuff. I think that's Not that tr- you can't get yeah. them on bigger, but I'd much prefer to go with the smaller size crankbaits out there. I was talking to, uh, you know, old Jer- Joe Earhart caught the biggest out there in 77, that 48-pound uh, whatever, and his buddy... Yeah. Uh, Lou over at Easterlings yeah. used to fish with them. Louis Krieger. Yeah, yeah, Louis Krieger. And Louis said they'd use small, bright-colored crankbaits yeah. way back even then. Even in then. Pewaukee, so. Now, let me ask you, what uh, what length leader do you like using? Well, th- again, it's a lot of this is personal preference. Yeah, Other people do right. different things. You know, Some people may not use a leader at all. Um you know, years ago, you know, years ago, Steve Milliot was using thirty-pound Fireline. Yeah. And uh, I was, then I started using thirty-pound Fireline when it first came out, but then I had one cutoff on it. Mm-hmm. And, and he uh, said, "The hell with that." <laughs> so I actually, and some people might use regular musky leaders, but mm-hmm. my brother custom makes twenty-inch plus long, maybe twenty-two-inch about long, mm-hmm. forty-pound seven-strand with a small coast-lock snap, mm-hmm. as opposed to a cross-lock snap, because right. the cross-lock snap in that small size is kind of wimpy, but a coast-lock snap yeah, is more solid. Right. And I like using that lighter leader, and it gives those smaller size four-inch crankbaits more action, I believe. Yeah, and I could never figure out like so let's let's just say uh, let's say before we came out before they came out with the super lines, the super braids. I mean, the, the heaviest line you usually had in mono was like 30-pound test on your reels, and I was always, you know, always amazed me. Like, it's like, why do we have like 60- and 80-pound test leaders when our line is only 30-pound test? A 40-pound test leader is just fine, you know? Yeah. But um, nowadays we got the, you know, a lot of guys are using like 65, 80, 100-pound test, whatever. For the line? For their line, and, and you know. The thing is, yeah. you, you almost have to use that, not because you're trying to catch a 100-pound fish, but the 100-pound braid has the 20-pound diameter. Right, So it's right. not so goddamn thin. thin. Right. if you get a backlash in, in that a super thin, braid? thin, and it digs into your spool. <laughs> That's so, the worst. So you're not yeah. really going yeah. for, but when I troll, I just use 50-pound braid. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law